Hi, this is Tom Harvey, the Economy Guy. Welcome to the world of macroeconomics. I'm looking at the world's economics and trying to understand them and where they're going and what they're going to do to us in particular. So this is your window into that world. Please enjoy it and welcome. I don't give any personal financial advice. I just give information and facts. I want this to be an educational show so that you can learn to think for yourself and make your own great financial decisions. Let's start with today. Today's podcast is going to be my opinion of what's going on in the world's markets. What is the state of the world's macroeconomics today? That's what I hope to answer at some level for you. But before I get into the individual type of markets that are out there, let's talk about the background. What does the world look like today to all of us? First of all, we're in a very low interest rate environment around the globe. Uh, what that means is uh, money is cheap. Uh, if you can get a hold of money and borrow it, it's not a bad idea if you can put it productively to use. If you can't put it productively to use, you should not be borrowing. Uh, productively means that you make a lot more money using it than the money you pay, the interest you pay to borrow it. That's what productively means. And it should be multiple, multiple times of profit. This is all in the United States. This is also an election year. And what that means is the president is going to do his darndest to keep the economy strong. He's going to influence the Federal Reserve to keep interest rates going down, which will move the markets up. Uh, and uh, the Federal Reserve, for its part, uh, is using is flapping its gums and saying it wants to have <clears throat> interest rates go up. But in reality, they've been saying that for some time, and they have not been going up. So it's very possible they don't control interest rates very well, that the market is controlling itself. In other words, it's a self-controlling function. It's doing its own thing, and it can't be influenced by a group of men sitting around a table deciding what the Federal Reserve interest rate is going to be, because that's about all they can do other than print money, which they are also doing. But printing money also keeps interest rates low. So, well, it's kind of interesting. They are uh, kind of a schizophrenic group right now. They uh, say they want interest rates to go up, but they're doing everything they can do to keep interest rates down. If this sounds crazy to you, it is. Incidentally, uh, um, if that sounds really crazy to you, it really is. Because what the Fed is doing, they would do under a very bad economy yet our economy is very strong. So that is schizophrenic also. Take that for what it's worth. Um, another thing that's going on uh, in parallel with the market is there's a very, very strong, innovative technical sector that's uh, <clears throat> blowing away the world right now and will continue for uh, forever, for a long time. Uh, things like uh, AI, uh, things like faster computers, things like uh, smart people coming up with great 
innovative and disruptive ideas. Disruptive means they are going to destroy existing industries and replace them with something that's better, faster, cheaper. Think of uh, Uber. Well, Uber may not be a great example, but Uber is a good example. Uber is disruptive to the taxi industry and is making great plans. The problem with Uber is that it's not making any money. It's actually losing money every year. But ignoring that little detail, you could have said the same thing for Amazon, which is now the uh, an amazing company, if you're uh, Jeff Bezos. So, let's look at the markets, if we can. We're getting getting there. Okay, the U.S. stock market is at an all-time high. Isn't that wonderful? Uh, it is at an all-time high because the Federal Reserve is pushing interest rates down. It is a, du a direct correlation. They are creating money with using quantitative easing, and that money should be inflationary, and it is inflationary, but it is inflationary in one only one small area, and that small area is called the stock market. That's where that money that they're creating is going, and it's pushing the stock market up. The next market to look at is the U.S. bond market. And without getting into detail of the segments of the U.S. bond market in great detail, the, the best, safest bonds are the U.S. Treasury bonds, written by the U.S. Treasury Department. They're a, they're a debt on the U.S. government who can tax its people to pay the debt. And uh, it is they are great, great investments. They are extremely safe. They are probably and historically been the safest investment you can make other than holding cash. But cash doesn't pay any interest, whereas bonds do pay interest. Now, the interest they're paying is at an all-time low, which means that their price is at an all-time high. So bond market is very strong. Uh, as the Federal Reserve continues to push the Fed, Fed funds rate down, that will draw down the longer-term bonds, a 10-year bond, 20-year bond, 30-year bond. All of those will start dropping in interest, which means increasing in value uh, as people want to get a hold of those. Uh, what's a possible danger on the, on the horizon? The Fed wants to have inflation. If inflation hits, interest rates tend to go up, which means bond prices will tend to fall. Uh, but inflation has not happened yet. Today, bonds very strong. Commodity, the U.S. commodity market, or the commodities, actually it's a world market, is kind of neutral. Um, it's not weak, it's not high-priced, it's kind of neutral. Uh, if anything, commodity prices are on neutral to a little bit on the high side. Uh, you have to have great interest in specific commodities, like gold or oil or whatever it happens to be that you're interested in. Uh, and right now I don't recommend... in investing in anything other than gold, if you're ever thinking of that, perhaps silver. Uh, but I'm not making that a recommendation right now. I'm just giving you the state of the state of the market. Last market that I'd like to talk about is the real estate market. The real estate market in the U.S. is strong. Housing prices are still going up. Uh, rental prices are still going up. In some places, they've topped and they've come down a little bit. New York City, the uh, interesting to note that the, some of the highest priced property in the world is in New York City. 
and uh, some of those have topped out and they're coming down a little bit. Uh, but all in all, for the average average U.S. homeowner, house prices are strong. This is a good time to be selling your house if you're selling it rather than buying a house. You want to buy it when prices are down, of course. <laughs> okay. Uh, and that and that's gave you a flavor of the total U.S. markets as a whole. Uh, one of the dangers that could come along uh, that uh, is worth talking about is uh, the uh, virus from China. Uh, right now, that's an, a non-entity. It is a, a disaster in China. It will have an effect and re reduce the uh, GDP numbers in China itself. And the longer the virus continues in China, the more that GDP number will come down in China. That's not good for the Chinese. Um, it has some knock-on effects as people are buying supplies, but I believe that because money's involved, those supplies will continue to flow, uh, at least as much as possible. Money is an amazing, amazing motivator. Uh, Another negative is uh, the deficits that the U.S. government is running. It's uh, They're horrible. They're in the trillion-dollar range per year. If you add every year's deficits together, you get the total debt. Debt is a disaster, a disa just simply a disaster. I don't understand how it can continue as it is, but it is continuing as it is. So it's hard to change the direction of a uh, major steamer as it's moving along. Another area of uh, negative going on right now is if you look at all of the companies in the United States, there's thousands, tens of thousands of companies, of uh, uh, that they are borrowing money. The, the weakest of them are borrowing money at very low interest rates, and they're running on borrowed money. They're barely making enough money to pay the debt of the money that they borrowed with the bonds that they paid off. Uh, that is a major negative overhang laying over the U.S. market today. Uh, if for any reason we go into a recession, which I do not expect in 2020, uh, then those are the companies that would go bankrupt first, and uh, the knock-on effect could be a complete disaster for the U.S. economy and for stock market and the bond market, everything would start falling apart altogether, which would have just, it would cause the recession at the very least. Uh, but everything is strong now, so it will continue go going. These companies will survive, and, uh, and they'll continue uh, selling junk bonds to people who want to get a minimal amount of interest. Uh, and uh, they're betting everything on that, because if they stop paying, they won't get their principal back on that loan when they bought the bonds. So having said that, uh, I hope you enjoyed today's state of the world's economy, at least looking through the American eyes. Uh, everything is pretty rosy, actually, as a summary. Yeah, keep listening to The Economy Guy. Thanks for joining us, and be sure to hit the subscribe button to get future podcasts. This is Tom Harvey. I'm an investor myself, not a financial advisor, and therefore, please understand that nothing in this podcast 
should be construed as advice or a solicitation to trade in any market, and that we disclaim any responsibility from any negative effects of actions people might take.